listening to the Artist Play Podcast. Here we are talking about the research of fun, talking to people who are contagiously playful, and inviting you to find creative ways to stay curious and develop your best yourself. Hello everyone, happy Friday. I am sure that by the time you hear this, I will be much happier than I currently am while recording this. Uh, tomorrow I leave on a trip with Jared and we're going without kids. We're going somewhere sunny and I'm recording early, well, late at night, but early in the week. And, um, it's just kind of thrown a wrench in the schedule, but that's, it's fine. This week's been rough already of it, but, um, but yeah, I'm going to be really happy and I'm hoping that all of you will be too. It's going to be really, really great. (laughs) So for February, we've been talking at length about expectations and realities. We have talked through how to analyze your expectations, create better expectations, let them go, all the good stuff, where they come from, everything. And all the boring stuff, all the easy to take in stuff. We also heard from Jenna Rammel, who is an amazing empowerment leader and especially empowering when expectations in her space online have changed so drastically over the time that she's been implementing all of her business online and taking care of social media, taking care of people online all of that to lead up to this final Friday in February where we get to intersect expectations with creativity. So today we are going to talk about me. Now I realize that's kind of ostentatious. That's a, that's a little bit gutsy of me, but I had the idea that my expectations Some of them are dangerous to my creativity and curiosity, and they actually thwart the ability to even start to have a creative or curious thought process. So today, this is going to be short, not only because I have little to say on the matter, but because I'm a little tapped out. The expectations that I have put on myself and my time right now are very intense, And I would like to sleep a little bit before I die uh, because I love sleep. It's it's actually, this is going to sound really dumb, but it's my rebellion. Sleep is my rebellion (laughs) because in a world where so many people like to tell us how little they're getting and how you know, how it doesn't affect them to not get sleep and all of that stuff, sleep is my reprieve. And since I don't drink caffeine or take uppers or do anything other really rebellious things in my life, I prioritize my sleep. So I'm claiming it as my drug of choice and don't knock it until you try it. So so I plan to fully get eight hours of sleep before my early flight tomorrow. Anyway, all right, back to the program. Expectations are rough on me right now. I am taking two graduate level courses as prerequisites to a doctorate that I'm starting in the fall. I'm a full-time parent. I run a foundation. I have enough extracurriculars to fill my entire day just on their own. 
and I am a full-time homemaker as well. So that being said, I'm going to get a little personal here, and if that's not your jam, that's okay. But at the same time, I would like to hear that feedback. So email me. You can email the podcast. So the email address is podcast at theoliverfund.org or come engage on social media. We are at the Art of Play podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. So today, here are three of my personal dangerous expectations that are a hazard to my creative thinking. Yes, we are going to talk about me for half a minute or however long this takes. I don't actually, however long this takes. All right, first, I expect to perform 100% all of the time. So that's not saying doing my best, 100% all of the time. The second one is I like to anticipate people's needs, but I expect to cover people's needs that I love and do it before the need actually arises. So number three, I expect more out of my minutes than the average human, and that is really to my detriment. So these will make sense in just a minute, hopefully. Okay, expectation number one, that is dangerous. I expect myself to perform at 100% all the time. So like I said, this is a struggle only because percentage-wise, it looks like I'm saying that I expect to perform at my best. But in reality, what I'm saying is that my brain is hardwired to say, I want to perform at my best performance record to date every time I execute a task. So if I was able to do something in five minutes in my 20s, I should be able to do it in five minutes in my 30s. Now, it's physical perform all of the things. <laughs> so less than 100% leaves me feeling like I failed at even menial tasks like laundry. Um, and I have a really hard time excusing my less thans. And I have my entire life. Until about a couple of years ago. So a, f- a few years ago, I had a, an enormous family crisis that put me in the mindset of 100% all the time was unsustainable. So my family of origin fell apart a few years ago and I was the catalyst. So I won't go into detail because this is not the right setting or the correct lead-in, but to just suffice the, the need here, I was a mess a few years ago, mentally, physically, and spiritually. So on top of all of that, right in the middle, my small family moved um, into a larger home a little bit later, and we took on an immense workload of remodeling our new home and getting it sort of where we had dreamed it would be. At the same time, I contracted hand, foot, and mouth, and then a few days later, I caught shingles which I personally thought was an old person's sickness. <laughs> it's probably because my grandma and grandpa always used to go get the shingles vaccine. Um, but then my shingles got infected and it was a physical nightmare. And that only added to my emotional and mental strain at the time. 
And it perpetuated a need to scale back, not just because I was realizing my body was kind of giving me warning signs, you know, shots across the bow for a while there, but also because I physically could not care for my children because none of them had had the chicken pox vaccine. And I was warned by my doctor to say, hey, this is going to be really unpleasant for all of your family if you don't physically step back. So I scaled back everywhere. And um, I started realizing that if I was not taken care of, my family was really not okay. So they were kind of falling apart at the seams because I was not okay. And I needed to heal. Uh, But it was really too hard and painful to go at my expectation of 100% all of the time in every area. I physically, mentally, and emotionally could not perform at 100% of my best, at my previous best. And I would say that I couldn't even get to 50% or 25% in most areas. Like I, 10% was hard. Um, But you know what happened at that point? 25% was enough. And I was finally doing the really deep dig to uncover hard feelings and old stories I was telling myself to actually get better for real. And I have been mentally, physically, spiritually better. I have kind of raised the bar of the minimum effort of life, um, but also raised the minimum level of of what I um, am capable of only because I actually did some of that healing. And I've been, you know, I've been feeling at my best for years now, but I have to remind myself that it's okay to say it's my best even if it's 10% of the performance of 10 years ago or five years ago or even a year ago, it's my best. And um, again, going back to the Four Agreements book that we talked about a few episodes ago, that my best is good enough and my best is different every day. So that has been a huge help. I still fight that expectation. In fact, that is why it's number one, because normally when I feel like I can't tap into my creativity or my curiosity quickly, it's because I am expecting that 100% in other areas and it trickles into my creativity. It Like I can't perform at that 100% in my creative area because it's trickled into, you know, the way I care for my family or the way I expect to do schoolwork or or whatever it may be. So I still fight it constantly or I still need to evaluate it um, because it's sneaky and wily, but I still work at it, but I've made some headway and I feel good about it. I mean, today. Today I feel good about it. <laughs> so expectation number two is I expect myself to anticipate needs that maybe aren't there yet. <laughs> like I, I expect to take care of people in such a way that they um, maybe don't experience hardship and um, 
a lot of times that expectation makes me feel like I should be a mind reader or a fortune teller, you know, reading what people actually need from me and, uh, you know, telling them what's going to happen in the future and being prepared, 100% prepared for every emergency and every baby shower. And I have realized I am none of those things. I actually don't want to hear people's thoughts. I, I'm busy enough with my own thoughts <laughs> to, <laughs> to worry about other people's thoughts. Um, and it would be overwhelming and overstimulating to know what they were thinking, but also what was coming for them. So that would just create unnecessary worry. And I don't need to know the future because my present is pretty good. Um, my issue is, is that expectation really comes in when I feel like I'm failing people that I love and I love a lot of people. So, you know, maybe I'm, you know, feeling like I'm failing them and that expectation is really dangerous because I take away opportunities from people that I personally can't provide but I'm not allowing them to take that expectation or I'm sorry, I'm not allowing others to take opportunities for themselves because I'm anticipating the fact that they will need something or that that's going to happen. And I sort of circumvent that happening. So, um, it's, I still fight that one all the time because, you know, somebody, comes home having anxiety about school and suddenly I feel like I should have anticipated that need and I'm failing them. You know, it's, it's a really, it's not so much sneaky as I'm just constantly kind of beating it back, (laughs) if that makes sense. And, um, but as long as I focus on the allowing of each individual opportunity per individual person that I love, I can get through that expectation a lot easier. Um, But it's probably going to eat at me till I, until the day I get to sleep forever and ever. Um, No, I'm just kidding. Um, I make progress and I lose progress all the time here, but I'm learning that that's not just okay, that's the experience. That is my opportunity and that is my, you know, that's my learning and my growth. All right. Anyway, number three, I expect my minutes to last three minutes. So I really enjoy accomplishing things. If you don't already know that about me by this time, (laughs) episode 48, uh, that I like to do things and I like to do a lot of things that there you go. There it is that that's about Sarah. I get a kick out of adding to my to-do list and I get a kick out of knowing I did things in a timely manner, but a minute is 60 seconds no matter what. And when I cram so many things into that minute while racing against that future minute, I forget to take an accounting of the minutes I may have left. Loving the minute you're in is a talent in my eyes. Because I am always planning the next 60 seconds. And if you are thinking that minutes sound a little bit neurotic, there are times in my day when they are neurotic. Um, 
because I have the amount of minutes I can fold a load of laundry down to single digits. I have the number of minutes it takes me to wind down at night factored into my beloved sleep schedule. So maybe for you, it's not about time at all. Um, You know, you don't have an expectation around time. But for me, I am learning how much joy there is in slowing my expectation for my time. And by slowing, I don't mean slowing down time. I mean slowing the role of my expectation for my time. So I'm usually, when I can actually get a good handle on this expectation, I'm blown away by how much more clear my mind gets, how many more ideas flow, how much more time there is for inspiration or connection and love or expression. So while I'm not ready to, you know, throw the baby out with the bathwater, I'm not really ready to get rid of my time efficiency. One, because it's like a security blanket. And two, because at this phase of my life, I need some of it. Um, Along with the other expectations on this list, I am not going to maybe, I'm not going to be able to physically slow time, but I am prioritizing my empty time and keeping it empty and and with the potential for, for better things. So in case you missed the middle, my three creativity killing expectations are 100% performance all the time. Number two, being a fortune teller and taking opportunities away from other people. That's the, that's the consequence. And then number three is time management, but without the management, just so much of time, sort of valuing time a little differently. And um, yeah, and I, I feel the need to just thank you here because it's been a really great 48 episodes so far. Um, and I'm very grateful for those of you that listen. I'm very grateful for those of you that reach out. And um, yeah, we had a giveaway for our one-year anniversary last week. And we had three winners, which was so fantastic. And it was, um, with social media giveaways, there are so many spectrums of giveaways that I am really enjoying the fact that I know how to personally connect with the majority of my listeners because I know them personally. And I know that that's not true for, you know, podcasts that have hundreds of thousands of listeners. But I want to thank you for making it special for me to to celebrate a year anniversary and also for putting us in the top 10% of podcast listens. So that's been just really good for me. So I am selfishly taking that as, as, um, as something that I'm taking away from this week. And I'm so happy that you turned in today. And because at this point in this podcast, I want the weekend to get that much closer because I'm ready for some sunshine and for some time with Jared. And I'm going to leave it there. 
with a hope that you find a little or maybe a lot more time to play this weekend. And as you find time to play, just remember that you're opening yourself up to grow 